Hey, what's up you guys and welcome back to another episode of the Creepy and Paranormal Show. Today we're going to be diving into a topic that has many sub-branches but all revolve around one thing, fringe signs. doing the TV show called Fringe. However, we are taking concepts that were portrayed in the show, and before we go any further, I must just say what a huge fan of the TV show Fringe I am. Um, I must have watched it from start to finish now about three times, and every time I watch a show, I'm still learning new things. So yeah, just a brilliant show all around. So if you haven't seen it, get to watching Fringe. You gotta ask, what is Fringe Science? Well, basically, Fringe Science is an inquiry in an established field of study which departs significantly from mainstream theories in a field and is considered to be questionable by the mainstream. A related area of research is the fringe theory. Now fringe science may be either a questionable application of scientific approach to a field or study um, or an approach whose status as a scientific is widely questioned. Now these approaches are often considered to be dangerous, impractical, impossible, improbable or unethical. Let's take a look at some prime examples that stem from fringe science. Number one, cybernetics. Now, cybernetics is the study and recreation of control systems, the nervous system, the brain, and mechanical electronical communication systems. Now, basically, in simpler terms and in other words, it's the attempt to create human-robot hybrids, which, as we know from every movie made on the subject, never ends well. Now, the first industrial robot was invented in 1961, and then in 2007, the London-based Shadow Robot Company successfully produced and marketed the Shadow Hand, a glove-controlled cybernetic hand with the same dexterity as a human's hand. The company didn't respond to a couple of my requests for a price to find out exactly how much said hand device cost. However, we can go ahead and assume that most people aren't going to be able to afford this or be out there running to the shops to buy one anytime soon. The shadow hand is used for research in grasping, manipulation, neural control, and as well as brain, uh, basically brain commuting interference and industrial quality control and handling hazardous materials like explosives, radioactive substances, and nuclear waste. Now, since the sound of this robot, shadow robot company, um, it sounds like basically every evil genius that comes from one of these movies um, that is hell-bent on taking over the world. So we'd assume the hand might also be used to strangle any advers adversaries of the company's managing director, which is Rich Walker. Yes, that is correct. His name is Rich Walker. More evidence that we will all be his underlings someday in the future. Next up on our fringe science list, we have relativity. Einstein is responsible for this one. He proved in his special theory of relativity that objects in motion actually do experience time differently than their stationary counterparts. And the faster an object is moving, the more time will slow down. So basically what this means for you and I is that when you're out for a run or a jog, or possibly even flying in a plane, the hands on your watch actually move slower than when you are standing still. Mm -hmm. Since we move at such a sluggish pace, well, most of us at least, 
Relative compared to the speed of light, the change is generally imperceptible. Yes, you heard me, imperceptible. So this phenomenon was proved to actually be true when scientists sent atomic clocks up into space on a fast-moving rocket ship. And when the ships returned to Earth, the clocks were behind those still on the ground, proving relativity and time travel, baby. The theory of relativity also states that the past, present and future are not separate from one another, but instead they are all intertwined into one together. Time is flexible, it can't be stretched, folded, bent and eventually controlled, which means with a lot of M-theory math and a whole lot of energy, time travel could at some point become a reality. Now I'm just freezing and waiting to see if Shane from the future is coming back to tell me this is true. Nope. Next up on the French science list is shape-shifting werewolves. Yes, the kind that come from movies or possibly from real life. Now, werewolf accusations were not entirely uncommon in Europe in the 16th and 17th centuries. Werewolf and witch hysteria sort of developed in tandem, actually one in hand, and um, you know some people were even accused of both. And such accusations and the subsequent confessions and executions were often politically expedient. But sometimes the fear was absolutely warranted. Whether the danger lurks clad in fur or a wolf or clothes of a man. Now one of the most famous werewolf cases is Peter Stump, a wealthy farmer who was accused of being a serial murderer, cannibal and a werewolf in Rhineland in 1589. Yeah, quite a while back. And in the years preceding Stump's arrest, the county town of Bedwick had been plagued with continuous horrors. It started with the dead and mutilated cattle. But bodies of townsfolk were also found in the field, so not just these poor little cows that were being mutilated, actual people were found. And initially it was thought that a wolf or wolves were actually attacking, but the creatures evaded capture, which, you know, stumped most of the people in the town. And then finally in 1589, a hunting party managed to corner the wolf with its hands. And when the humans uh, approached this uh, werewolf figure, they saw, and you know, according to the reports that we have uh, read and researched, it was not a wolf at all. Instead, the hounds had cornered Stump, the same man that gets arrested, Peter Stump. The most damaging piece of evidence was that Stump's left hand had been locked completely off, okay, which must have been quite a sight for people to see when they first got there. And the wolf had had its left paw, a forepaw also cut off, which ties up with Stump, who had his hand locked right off. And since the wolf and man had the same injury, wolf and man must be one and one in the same. Stump went on to confess, but, it's but his uh, confession was actually questionable at best. Um, he had been subjected to torture, including the rack, which if you don't know what that is, you need to go and Google it and see exactly what that is about. It is excruciating um, to say the least. Well, I could only imagine how painful that must be. He is said that he had actually made a pact with the devil when he was 12 years old, and he had been given a magic belt which allowed him to turn into a wolf. He confessed to killing 14 children and two pregnant women. He ate, or he ate their flesh and he even ravaged their bodies whole. He killed his own son and had a sexual relationship with his own daughter. Yeah, sounds like someone that did make a pact with the devil indeed. I think this guy was completely messed up. He was later on sentenced to die in the most awful manner. He was fixed to a breaking wheel and he had his flesh torn from his body with red hot pincers. 
His limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe so he might not rise from the grave once again. And finally, he was beheaded. If all else fails, just chop off the head, eh? We've seen this in all movies now, haven't we? His head was placed on a pole with the figures of a breaking wheel and a wolf on it. And basically, this was a warning to all the other werewolves out there or people that wanted to make the pact with the devil. His daughter and mistress were also flayed, strangled, and burned. So anyone associated with him was in big trouble. Now, of course, we, we can't assume that all these crimes were really committed by a stump at the time. The region actually was deeply affected by the Cologne War and Stump was a Protestant convert and the region had been seized by the Catholics in 1857, two years before this all took place. His death was also to the Catholics' advantage as his considerable wealth would fall to them. In addition to Stump's death, could have served as a strong warning to all the other Protestants. Now, there is actually a story of a werewolf surfacing in South Africa. Yep. <laughs> in South Africa guys, right, our neighbors, you know, right in our backyard. And there was actually a video that had surfaced on Twitter in July of 2017, apologies, July 7, 2021, yes, this year. The video that had surfaced on Twitter was of an alleged werewolf that had been knocked down by a vehicle and I'm unable to verify if the video and story is real. However, I will say this, if it is real, and I enjoy my camping. Do not expect me to ever go camping or fishing ever freaking again. Guys, look at this video. So here's one item of fringe science that many of us have probably heard before but probably do not know how it works and I'm guilty of one of those and it's called black holes. Now black holes are expected to form when a massive star dies and after the star's nuclear fuel is exhausted its core collapses to the densest state of matter imaginable. A hundred times denser than an atomic nucleus. That's so dense that protons, neutrons and electrons are no longer discrete particles at all yeah that's pretty crazy to even start to fathom or understand and since black holes are dark they are found when they orbit a normal star the properties of the normal star allow the astronomers to infer with the properties of its dark companion a black hole the first black hole to be confirmed was cygnus x-1 the brightest x-ray source in the cygnus constellation and since then, about 50 black holes have been discovered in systems where a normal star orbits a black hole. And the nearest examples are about 10 millions that are expected to be stretched right across our actual Milky Way. And black holes are tombs of matter. Nothing can escape them. Not even light. Hence they're being called black holes. The fate of anyone falling into a possible black hole would be a painful spaghettification idea. So... The word is called spaghettification, obviously stemming from spaghetti. So if you could only imagine what happens to pasta when you turn it into spaghetti, that would turn into you. That's, I can't even picture myself as spaghetti. Um, yeah, that's just pretty much crazy. But this idea was actually popularized by Stephen Hawking in his book, A Brief History of Time. And in spaghettification, the intense gravity of the black hole would pull you apart, separating your bones, muscles, sinews, and even molecules. 
as the poet Dante described the words over the gates of hell in his poem Divine Comedy, Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Bear me up, Scott eh. Okay, that was pretty much terrible. But you guessed it, it is teleportation. Now that famous words, um, beam me up, is one of the most famous uh, catchphrases from the popular TV series, Star Trek. It's command issued when the character wishes to teleport from a remote location back to the Starship Enterprise. Now while human teleportation currently exists only in science fiction, teleportation is possible now in the subatomic world of quantum mechanics, albeit not in the way typically depicted on TV. In the quantum world, Teleportation involves the transportation of information, and rather that than the transportation of matter, aka humans. Now, quantum teleportation involves two distant entangled particles in which the state of a third particle instantly teleports its state to the two entangled particles. Okay, so bear with me. This is a lot of science coming at you right now, and especially coming from someone that never took science in high school. So this is a lot to to fathom. Last year, scientists confirmed that the information could be passed between photons on a computer chip even when the photons were not physically linked to one another. Now, according to the National Science Foundation, which is funded research by the University of Rochester and Purdue University scientists, teleportation may also be possible between two electrons. Now, if you're hoping I was going to tell you that teleportation is possible between humans, Unfortunately, it's not one of those stories, but there are videos on the web that surface that show otherwise. And while some of them may have been proven fake, there are a couple of these videos that many scientists and debunkers can't seem to just figure out. So that begs the question, can we in fact actually teleport matter such as humans? My guess is we will not be getting a solid answer in our lifetime, at least. Now, if you can hear some grinding sounds in the background, no, my house has not been haunted or overtaken by spirits. In fact, a bit of construction happening next door. Now, onto one of my favorite French science topics of all time, which is parallel universes. And like I said, it's got to be one of my favorite French sciences out there. And the idea that there are multiple universes with multiple versions of ourselves is so out there that scientists actually had to do multiple studies just to figure it out. Now, M-theory math and the many worlds of interpretation of quantum physics implies that whatever could possibly happen, does happen, and that any type of universe you can imagine, so long as it operates with a certain set of laws, exists. And this is how Brian Jean, author of The Elegant Universe, The Fabrics of the Cosmos, and The Hidden Re Reality, Parallel Universes, and The Deep Laws of the Cosmos, explains the way parallel universes occur. If you sh shuffle that deck of cards enough times, the orders will have to repeat. Similarly, with an infinite universe and only an infinite, with a, only a finite number of complexions of matter, the way in which matter arranges itself has to eventually repeat. Which basically means to you and I that somewhere out there, there might be another Earth, and there might be another you, and that other you actually might be evil. And he or she, depending on what you identify as, might come here and assume your personality and commit some atrocious crimes and ruin your life forever. Wow, that's just a great possibility now, isn't it? So scientists at the Large Hadron Collider are working towards either proving or disproving the existence of parallel universes. So maybe we'll know whether or not we actually have evil twins on the other side. Uh, the other version of me is much better looking 
and can talk much better than I do. So there you have it guys, that's just a couple of items that fall under the topic of fringe signs. If you've enjoyed the show, please let me know, please drop me a message and in fact actually let me know which of these fringe sciences, uh, sciences were your favourite, which of these do you think are extremely possible um, and which one of them didn't you understand that I explained it incorrectly as well as a lot of them had to do with math and quantum physics and all those fancy words that you hear on the Big Bang Theory which we know nothing about. So let me know how you enjoyed the show and also just to say that I am on Patreon now so if you would like to help sponsor and grow the show head over to Patreon and just register and you make a payment or donation what do you think is worthy and suitable. With this you will also get extra content that I do not post for the public on YouTube and where you also get to interact with me on a more personal level where you could ask me questions and answer polls. So yeah, like I say, if you'd help, like to help me grow the show to a much bigger standard, then please head over to Patreon. Nonetheless, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you're keeping well. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share the video. Take care and look after yourself.